We used to be good friends, but that's all come to an end. Hello, everybody. We are back. This is We Are the Best of Friends Until We Weren't Season 2. Wow, what a blessing just to even be here, to have this occurrence, to have a season two. Never even imagined this, but with all the love, support, and feedback, it was just a no-brainer to come back with more friendship breakup stories and new content of different speakers, topics, just everything covering friendships, and also just how to be a better friend, love languages, how to spot red flags for a toxic friend. So much greatness that is going to go on this season. You will not want to miss a single episode. I promise you that. So for those of you who have been listening, listen to season one, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in again. For those of you who are new, I'm Gabby Scott, host of this podcast, started this because I have gone through my own friendship breakups and wanted to give a platform for others who have experienced similar things. I wanted to create almost this like heartbreak community of, you know, we've been through similar situations. And so it's been really great, helped a lot of people so far. I've really enjoyed it and just really happy to be here. Um, as usual too, if you all have a friendship breakup story you'd like to share, you can message me on Instagram at gabscott13, one being gab. Just shoot me a quick uh, DM. I'm pretty active on there, so I'll get back to you quickly, whether it's you want to share a story or even just talk to me about friendships or talk to me about one of the episodes. I love connecting with my listeners, so please feel free to do that at any point in time. Uh, just one last thing before we get to our very first guest of the season, Obviously, want to give credit where credit is due. Beat was made by my guy Flex. Lyrics by my girl, Miss Arlene T on Instagram. Absolutely amazing with the lyrics. Vocals are by Bria St. Julian. Also can find her on Instagram. And then the graphic, beautiful graphic that I've, got, that I've gotten so many compliments on by Kaylin Harbison, also known as Smiley That's Me. So dope people in my corner. Definitely always have to give them a shout out when I can. So thank you all so much. And with that, we're ready to go. Let's get into this first guest of the season. Welcome, Imani. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Taking things day by day. I see you all cozied up in the house, just chilling, probably like a lot of us right now. Yep. Same old, same old. Trying to, we switched it up a little bit and did the room vibe instead of the living room. So, hey, yeah. right. I swear that's the vacation now. The vacation is right. rooms. <laughs> exactly. That's the mood of 2020 at this point, right? That's insane. That. Well, the thing is about Imani that's really fun is she actually has a relation to a guest from a previous episode. I won't specify who, but it's just really fun having guests kind of talk with their family and friends after coming on here. And then those people are inspired to come on here themselves, you know, kind of realizing I have a friendship breakup story to share too. So it's kind of a cool domino effect. So I really appreciate you talking to that former guest and deciding to come on yourself. Yeah, I, I appreciate you for one, having the courage to do this because this is, I mean, I can't believe that nobody's done this before. So this is amazing. Thank you for providing this platform because I think, um, you know, people don't talk about friendship breakups and I think it is important to talk about it because there's always, you know, lessons to be learned and people think that something's wrong with them because, you know, this is a lifelong friend and now we're not friends anymore. What did I do wrong or, you know, what have you. So I just, I think this is a very powerful platform and I, I'm happy and thankful to be a part of it. So thank you for having me on. 
I appreciate that so much. I know I remember like having this idea and just like going through, I really couldn't find anything that talked about friendship breakups. And I'm like, why are we pretending that this doesn't happen? Like everyone goes through some form, even if it's not a dramatic thing, like we will lose a friend that we thought we're going to, was going to be in our lives for a long time. So it's, it's helped me a lot. I think too, hearing other people's stories, it's been so fun and just seeing how like you said, we're not alone. I think it's honestly created a sense of community too that I didn't even think was going to be created when I first started Definitely. this, which Definitely. is always important. So a friend named Maya. So let's get some background first. How did that friendship start? What did that friendship look like? All of that. Give me that background. Yeah. So um, I'm going to start uh, at the very, very beginning um, because that's kind of where the story starts. Um, so I was Born in San Diego, um, lived in Long Beach up until I was about six, um, and then started first grade in Georgia. My mom worked for, or works for Delta, um, and so she was allotted an opportunity to go over to Georgia where the hub is, um, you know, to advance her career and things of that nature. So we moved when I was about six, me, her, um, and my stepdad, and, uh, and my grandmother, actually. And, um, you know, so when you're younger, it's very easy to make friends. So I, of course, I made friends and my mom was the type of mom to put me in any and everything because I had a lot of energy so I was in Girl Scouts track Mm -hmm. you know everything uh, you know any type of sport you could think of any type of you know organization or club she could think of I was in it Um, so there was three friends that I still um, or three core friends from that very beginning Um, and one of them uh, Maya is from my track and field uh experiences or my years in track and field I ran track for about seven years um summer AAU all the the whole nine whole thing I guess the whole yeah the whole (laughs) yeah exactly you know um so yeah so this was somebody who I've known from I want to say definitely before the age of 10 so Mm -hmm. I've you know years and years and years um and of course like most friendships because you move and things you know you you're you kind of are at the mercy of your parents because you're at their will. Um, We kind of, our friendship kind of fizzled out a little bit when we were younger. Um, No specific reason, just because I moved, she moved. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the way things happened, we ended up moving to the same, um, like within 10 minutes of each other. And then that's when our uh, friendship truly blossomed into what I would consider, you know, somebody I, I call my best friend. So much so that we even called each other cousins. Like, this mm-hmm. is my cousin. This is my, you know, this is my right, family. family. Mm-hmm. Re- definitely. Like, her her mom was auntie. You know, like, I was very much involved. Like, I always, I would describe our friendship as you can go, I could walk in their house and open the refrigerator and take some out without asking type of friendship. You right, know, like, right. You can't I'm just do that walk in the house. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> What's up? What y'all doing? Um, that was, like, my second home. So, um, yeah, it, you know, stemmed from track. It grew from high school. Um, she went off to the military, um, and I was one of, if not only the only friend who wrote to her consistently in boot camp. Um, you know, she was my, that was my girl. Like I, I would do anything for her. She was truly family to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, that was, I mean, yeah. So she went to the military, um, trying to think what else is the, that's pretty much it. I moved to California. Um, but we still stayed. We talked to each other every single day. Um, yeah, it was that solid. Was, yeah, so it was yeah, solid. Like, like, that's even with the moving it, yeah. stuff, yeah, even with the military, the moving jobs, life happened, and y'all still 
stayed close so Definitely. I could hear like I would, yeah yeah I would go visit her for like Christmas and because she couldn't you know move around too much um that was like my if you said my name you had to say her name like it was to that point even with right. people in the military like they knew who I was they knew my face because I was always flying out again my mom worked in Delta so I had benefits but yeah I was again, right my road dog <laughs> I was yeah that was your girl for sure so I can hear it now in your voice where that no that became not the case so right. what then happened where did it turn so I think that one of the things looking back there was a lot of moments um even before the big hurrah that was like dang I, how did I not see that this was not you know what I thought it was um especially because there were so many people who would tell me like, ah, you seem to be a much better friend to her than she is to you. And I'm like, nah, that's just, you know, that's my, you know, that's just how we do. And it's, you know, she got me on another time and it's cool, whatever. And it really wasn't just completely over my head. But um, aside from that, truly it was just the, I don't even know what the word is, the, the opposite of selflessness, mm-hmm. <laughs> just selfish, right. you know, to the, to the up degree. So I, um, I recently graduated from college. I got my uh, bachelor's in uh, urban learning and I had, it took me seven years to get my degree. Right. Mm-hmm. So my last two years, actually my last year of school, I was like, okay, I'm over this. I'm trying to get out. Um, right. so I picked up, um, I was taking like 19, 18, 20 units um, a semester just to, so I can get out of there. So I'm head down grinding. Um, and, you know, for most, for people who don't know, full time is 12 units. So I added almost three classes on top of the full time in order, you know, to kind of pick up that speed um, and graduate a little bit earlier. On top of that, I was working um, and just, you know, I had a boyfriend, new, a new relationship that, you know, we were trying to right, fill our way a lot through. going on. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, there was a lot going on. And so sh- because we had the type of relationship where we talked to each other every single day, it was obscure for her when we didn't speak, even if, if there was valid reasons behind why I wasn't able to speak. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would go to work at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm off at one, I have class at 1.30, I have class until nine, and then I go home, you know, I, I'm either trying to do homework, or I'm sleeping, or I'm, you know, prepping for the next day, or I'm trying to spend time with my man, or like, you know, all these things, and she's the type of person who, if you don't answer the first time, she's gonna call three more times, back to back to back to back, and then text you like, what, you know, like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's just like, that repeatedly over a year kind of just escalated to the point of I'm telling you I have class I'm telling you I'm or I'm in class I'm telling you I'm at work and I don't have she had the benefit of you know having her phone and being able to do that I didn't have that benefit you know I I was working at the college bookstore like we can't just have our phones Mm -hmm. walking around that's just not what was allowed and I I'm not about breaking the rules so I just you know and especially not for something just to talk to my friend Minor, I talk yeah. to get off yeah right. like no um so I would have like I would it would be times where my manager would have to call me to the back room because my phone would be going off so much they'd be like you just need to turn it off and I'm like and it's on vibrate 
That's right. The, like, like, I don't have the ring on. Like, it's, <laughs> right. It's just because there's a metal locker and my phone is up against it. You can just hear it going off. And it's going off. And I'm thinking, I'm like, do I have an alarm on? No, I got eight missed calls from her. Like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, girl, I am at work. Right. And <laughs> I told you that. I'm communicating, too. That's the other thing. It's like, you're communicating. You know, this is the schedule. All the time. So you already know what my routine is. You already know what my schedule is. You knew. I, matter of fact, I was on the phone with you when I was signing up for these 20 units and telling you how crazy busy I'm going to be. Right. So how is it, you know, like, I don't understand. Did you forget? And, she, you know, because she was in the military, she didn't go to traditional college. So she did college online. She didn't have to go to class and it was very right. different. And at the time, I want to say she wasn't even in online school at the time. I, if I'm not mistaken, but anyway, um, it just kind of got, so that was kind of a recurring thing. And, it was, it was just bad. Like I started to feel guilty about living my life. And like, I would post a picture and if I didn't call her back, she would be like, her comment on my picture would be, I called you. Why didn't you call me back? And it's just like, well, that, first of all, it don't take no effort for me to post a picture. I can do that in class. I can't sit and talk to you on right, the phone, phone in class. Like, come on. But none of that was excusable. Like none of that, everything was like, I'm just this horrible person because you know, I'm not talking to her. And it was, it was like, yeah, it was just making me feel like a bad person. And it, yeah. So that escalated to the a point where I don't even, I think I was in class, I want to say. And uh, she was calling me and I wasn't able to answer. I don't think I even had my phone on me. I think it was in my backpack. And she sends me a text that says, if you don't answer my next phone call, I'm firing you from being my best friend, my maid of honor, my kid's auntie, my like my this, that, and the other. Like, I'm firing you from all the spots that you got, basically, if you don't answer this next phone call. And I'm just like, I know you lying. (laughs) Like, I, there was so many emotions. I'm even getting like emotional now. There was so many emotions that went through my body at that when I was reading that because I was just thinking to myself we've been through so much together I've done and like even when I brought it up to her like I've done so much for you how could you even say these things to me and she's like see I don't like that you doing tit for tat and I'm like no, no I'm speaking facts right like, right I'm showing my credibility that if I'm not in, we're talking about answering the phone but we're gonna ignore everything else and now I'm on the chopping block to just lose everything like no I'm not doing tip for tat I'm just saying what this doesn't add up girl I was I it was like yeah I, I I was so baffled and so like I think that's the first time I got angry like seriously angry angry with her because it was like girl I'm a good friend like I'm not perfect mind you I've done my stuff mm-hmm. too but one I've I feel like I've always come up and apologize I can't I could probably count on I don't even think I could count on one hand. Like, I don't, I can't recall any time her apologizing for anything. Right, like sitting there um, and be like, my bad, I messed up. Yeah. Damn. And I'm always willing to just say, my, you know what, you're right. My bad. I'm going to try and do better on that. You know, because at that point, it's like being in a, you know, an intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. After so many years, I know that I care about you and I know you care about me. Why are we doing all of the, like, let's right. make a conscious effort to make this shit work and really you know, treat each other fairly and equally and all that stuff anyway. So yeah, um, that was kind of my, 
my bow out. Um, we did have a conversation after that. And that's why I kind of was like, yo, what's up? Like, I've done all of these things. I've done this, this, and this. And I'm, yeah, I'm pulling. She, her thing was, oh, you pulling stuff from old, way back in high school and, you know, from college. And I'm like, but these are things that have never been addressed. You've like, these are things that just always seem to be glazed over. But when you do something, it's like, hurrah, hurrah, mountaintop, let's mm-hmm. scream it from the, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it was just, I, I got tired of the 80-20 relationship, um, especially because I was being, again, like you said, on the chopping block for something, me trying to advance my life. I'm trying to finish school. How, how, like, why does that make me a bad person? Why am I being punished? Right. I, text me. If it's that important, text me. I'll text you all through class. Like, come on. But her, her, it's important. It, she vocalized to me it was important for us to have actual conversations over the phone or FaceTime. And I understand that from time to time. And I'm even okay with that every day. But when that interferes with my individual progress. We're not about we, to do that. We, yeah. yeah. So that was about for me. Um, yeah. Did you that respond was, with like a text back or did you pick up the phone or how, like, what was your immediate response? So I want to say that she said that during class, like the phone calls were in class. Um, and I didn't see until after I left. So I want to say I did call her on my way home, mm-hmm. like driving home. Um, and that's when I was kind of like, what's up? Yo. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I honestly don't really remember. I think that was just it. After that, it was just, I'm done. And we just kind of didn't speak. And you know what she did? We did communicate a little bit after that. She FaceTimed me and my sink broke. Like, this is such a random fact. So I have, I'm living in a really old apartment and my sink came completely off the wall, okay. fell down. And she happened to FaceTime me. And I was in such a like shock state. I was like brushing my teeth and it just fell. I answered the phone and was like, look at this shit that just happened. Because again, this is my best friend. Right. So I hadn't spoken to her in a long time and it was kind of a weird like, yo, what's, you know. And I we talked for a little bit and then, I don't know, I just didn't feel good. And I yeah it just kind of yeah it just kind of we just kind of fizzled out and didn't say anything there was no like I hate you or anything like there was no like you know final this is it type of moment that was I think that text was just like mentally in my mind that line had had was crossed now and it was like Mm -hmm. there's no coming back from this there's even if we did reconcile it would never be the same as you know how it was it was absolutely absolutely and I'm it's it's super funny because the friendship breakup that actually inspired this whole podcast and not the one I actually spoke about on one of the previous episodes was very, very similar. It was very similar where I felt like, not, you know, your person who put you onto this podcast, she knows it very well. And it was just a situation where we gave a lot, gave a lot. And, you know, same thing, literally same exact thing. I was going to my senior year of college I was, you know, doing track. I was getting ready. You know, you in your senior year, you trying to get out. You just yes, girl, I know. <laughs> Same thing. I was just getting a new relationship. It's my first real relationship. Mm-hmm. And the same thing. There was a lot being demanded. Like you said, I'll text all day. But like I was, ha- I was having class from like 8 a.m. through like 2, thir- like 2 o'clock, have practice at 2.30. Like it's literally the same thing. And same as I think got this long text of just you look mm-hmm. at it like, what, what? <laughs> this this is what we gonna do this is what we're doing right like i'm just someone that just randomly pissed you off or something like i was just 
And like, like you said, just the emotions. Cause I remember crying, but being mad, but being confused and everything. And it was the same thing where I had that feeling like, even if, like you said, reconcile, be cool. Like it can't be the same. Like if yeah. you can say this to me as my quote unquote best friend, man, we, it's all, you just did it yourself. You, you just did it yourself because the fact that, that you could speak on my, on my character like that, the fact that you can man. even say that, we can't come back. I can't eat. Like you said, it's just uncomfortable. Cause it's the same thing. Yeah. Like I responded, we went back and forth a little bit. And then I think like a few days later, like a week later, you know, she called me because the guy that she had, you know, a long-term relationship with, they broke up, you know, earlier that year had hit her back up and everything. And so she, you know, talked to me about it and she had done really well responding to it. You know, I was there for her kind of the same thing mm-hmm. for you when you answered and it was cool. But like you said, it was just like, it was like icky. Like, I don't think yes. it's, <laughs> like it's a weird word but it was just like oh this is not it like this is not it I'm glad I can be there for you and like you said there was no bad blood so I was close to her family as well like we were like family so that's cool but it was just already so clear from that one thing I was like it just it can't be what it used to and clearly like there were like I said same thing there were signs before and I had my faults in the friendship too things that she has pointed out I was like you're right I could have done better but I would never take that step. And probably you felt the same. I would never take that step to be like, oh, I'm about to cut you off or you're fake yeah. or da da Nah, we're not about to do that because it's just, like you said, I, same thing for you. We know who we are as people. So if you're going to come after us and you know who I am, that's dirty. Yeah. yeah. It's a gut shot. Yeah. And I don't, I don't take gut shots at family. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. not with. And so... I definitely, so it was just so weird hearing you say all this. I'm like, oh, wow, deja vu. <laughs> Man. It's crazy. And I have a question, but this question's going to be based on the next part of like, where are you two now since that happened? Like currently, where are you two at? Yeah, so I, the last time we exchanged um, was last summer uh she texted me actually when I was <laughs> in Vegas for my uh my aunt's wedding and she's saying something about her graduation because uh, she did end up going on online school um and because she was in the military they took uh some of like her uh, training courses applied it to her college and so she was able to finish pretty quickly um and so she was talking about her graduation and you know she wanted me to come and um, she didn't really give me too many details. So I just told her like, hey, you know, I'm actually in Vegas right now, but you know, congratulations. Um, thinking that that was just gonna be it. And she told me that it was actually uh, like in August or something. Um, and then that was, we didn't exchange anymore after that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would have gone. I think that it would have been very awkward and very mm-hmm. uncomfortable for us both. Um, I don't know if that, w- if she was trying to reconcile, I don't know if that is the best way to do it. Um, I think there's still a lot of raw emotions just because it wasn't really talked about. So I don't know if that would be the best, you know, and not any, like, not bad. Like I said, no bad blood, just raw emotions. Like Mm -hmm. it's like breaking up. You really lose somebody um, who's a part of you for a long time. And that's hard to deal with, Um, you know, whether it's for the better or for the worse, you know, it's hard to deal with. So Um, but no, that's the last that I, we exchanged, um, 
That was it. Yeah. That was it. I so, yeah. Right. So that goes exactly then to my question because again, I've been in a similar situation. Because one thing I struggled with, and I want to know if you struggled with, was kind of almost a lack of closure. The fact that there mm-hmm. wasn't a discussion later once those emotions set in. I think when time passes and it really sets in, like, I really don't have my best friend. And there was no discussions. And it's like, I don't necessarily want to reach out and have discussion, but just that emptiness and, like you said, raw emotions. Like, I don't know if you felt that where it's just like a lack of closure, a lack of a real ending almost like a book was just like the cut the end was just cut out and there was that conflict and then that was it that's just how it felt for me wow um yeah no I uh I definitely feel that way um in everything you said I don't want to reach out to have the conversation Mm -hmm. um but it does feel a little bit like well what the fuck do I do now like you know we're not five anymore it's not easy to make friends um especially because I'm now I am so guarded because of that um and other things not you know only that but just experiences I'm like I can't like it's so hard for me to put myself out there um for so many reasons um one I'm living in California which I'm I'm not from here I'm I am from here but I was raised in Georgia that's home to me so um you know it's very difficult for me to connect and stay connected with people um I've made friends here and there but it always seems to kind of fizzle out and I don't know if it's because of me maybe it is me I don't know if it's because I didn't ever have that closure um I'm grateful to have my boyfriend I will say because that's Amen. somebody who keeps me insane you know um but I I I guess I never really thought about it thought about it but no I definitely I always like tease my boyfriend and say I don't have any friends here you're my only friends because he's Mm -hmm. from here and he has friends right and it's always a tease but it's I mean it's also very true I don't like I don't have anybody other than my mom and my sister Mm -hmm. you know to really call Mm -hmm. or my you know family members but I don't have anybody to like like I don't say anybody's my best friend there's nobody who has that title I don't I don't have like I have very few friends like I or just in general like the scope of it Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think that not having that closure and not fully understanding what, you know, what, what drove you to say those things and, you know, was it me and how, like, you know, all of those things, you don't yeah, really, you still kind of have it up in the air. And it's, even though in reality, it's like, okay, no, I did the right thing. And, you know, I wasn't being treated fairly, even if those weren't you know her intentions and she, if she wanted to treat me fair maybe she thought she was that's not how it felt though right yeah. and then but then that's the thing it's all up in the air too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. there's no there's no there's no nothing there's no validation there's no knowing yeah. if she knows that or if you know maybe it was my duty to tell her from a long time ago like there's just yeah there's a lot so I I do think it it, st- or it triggers or trickles into me being able to make and keep friends as an adult um yeah but I do think Mm -hmm. yeah I I I do think there's some positives from that as well um you know I think it's a double-edged sword a bit because it is like you drop this baggage but at the same time it's like you don't have the weight but like the double-edged sword is now I'm empty that's pretty much the side of it it's like yeah I'm free but a part of being free sometimes is being empty and being lonely 
Oh, yep. Oh, man, that's so powerful. Yes. That's, that's exactly, exactly what, what it is. is. And that's how I felt. That's how I felt. And like, yeah, I had other friends and now we're both obviously like have made this transition out of college and adult friendships are hard. Because <laughs> so all my best friends are from my childhood. So it's not necessarily yep. friends that I would sit here and be like, that's my best friend. I'm like, it's so hard because now everyone is very much who they are. You're only going mm-hmm. to be able to shift and change so much. It's mm-hmm. hard to figure out who to trust. And that was pretty much, I think about it, one of my only friendships, close friendships besides childhood was, you know, through college. And yeah. so it's like, I don't know for you if it feels like you almost don't want to try again. Girl. <laughs> like, I'll be nice. I'll be cool to people. I want to get along and stuff. But doing that again? That's it. Oh, listen. <laughs> That's it. It's just going like going through a bad breakup. After yeah. you like, I don't really know if I want to, like, I want to be with somebody and I want that. But also, what it, like, I don't like the dating process. And I don't like going through the bad ones. And I don't like being done this way. So I'm just. I'm going to just be by myself. <laughs> and, and right. And I went through that time too. And that's okay. It's just like, you have to spend time by yourself. And it did teach me a lot about myself because I was like, okay, like for me, specifically with my situation, she said a lot about me. So I did mm-hmm. read and I was like, okay, let me figure out what some things I can work on. What are some things that you just said maliciously? And I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, when you were, have, more time passes to reflect on in a positive way and I think hopefully talking about it now helps that um and seeing like you said okay where are some areas that I can improve for my next friendships and also what are some things off rip that is either gonna be like a red flag for my next next friendships and some things I'm be like okay I do like this now we can possibly see but it takes time it takes time that's obviously the sucky thing about everything (laughs) anything that requires healing and evolution that's yeah definitely that's why that's exactly why I feel like as if it's a double-edged sword Mm -hmm. as if it's a double-edged sword um because there's some positive I've learned that there's certain things I just won't tolerate and there's certain boundaries that I just have in place that I'm not gonna allow anybody to pass anymore Mm -hmm. because it's just like nope I it doesn't make me feel comfortable and that's just what my limits are um but yeah just putting yourself out there and let me say in california too it's being from georgia being from the south and coming to california it's different different species out here. <laughs> my boyfriend would agree with you because he's from georgia and he literally yeah, just okay. left this and the same thing he's like y'all different out here it's, it's just different. a little different <laughs> he says the being whole different breed vibe environment everything and i'd be cracking up and now i know that because i've spent significant time in Georgia and now I moved to Florida I was like oh wow now I understand <laughs> it's different it's big different it's big different so I, like you said that's hard too it's a transition and also being in a whole new environment it's not like you're just out of college but you're still in your city your people whatever it's like a whole new world uh, yep. okay yep. okay yep. so I know you kind of touched a little bit about some things you learned but I don't know if you want anything you want to go more in depth about as far as lessons learned from this friendship breakup with Maya yeah, so I think um, just to, I guess, like define it or just to kind of, you know, hone in on it. Um, I think that one of the biggest lessons that I learned and I try to pass on to, you know, people I care about, like my siblings and even my parents, um, it doesn't really matter 
what or how long or you know what what this person means to you if you feel uncomfortable and if you feel unloved if you feel unwanted or insignificant consistently in a relationship whether it be intimate platonic or whatever it is um no matter what the years are behind it i think that being able to pull away from it even if it's temporary just to kind of step back to kind of see it from a whole is such a valuable lesson and such a hard thing to do um but from all the lessons that I've learned from from those experiences with her I'm grateful of course but I think the 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 one lesson I'm most grateful for is learning that I love this person to death um I still do um but I am not being treated right and I got to I got to step away because and I got to do it how I like sometimes you know people always yeah sometimes people always get a bad rep for ghosting or you know and there are you know times where it's not appropriate but I think that sometimes you have to the other person on the other side has to kind of look at it from okay maybe they needed to step back maybe there was too much maybe you know especially if you're not being if you're not willing to listen to what the other person has to say like if it's always all about you and then the other person steps back, you got to know that something's going on that you just don't know yeah. about or like you, they need space. But I think honestly, that's the most valuable lesson. Um, being able to pull away, step away for a day, two days, um, whether you tell that person or not, you know, Hey, I need a minute. I need to step back from this. Um, and being okay with, if you come to terms with, you know what, this is not something I can continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I and I think that's for everything. I for, like I said, platonic, intimate, or work. I uh, say career. You know, yep. anything, school, majors. You just and I do think that that being able to do that with that relationship also helped me with other aspects of my life, like school. Yeah, um, I was right. able to pull away from a major that I didn't like, even in my senior year, and graduate with a, you know, with half a with half a degree. Um, cause I didn't get my credential or I'm a full degree, but just didn't get my credential, mm-hmm. credential, but being able to make that decision because I just like, this is not something I'm comfortable with. Like it just isn't. And mm-hmm. I, I remember that feeling and remember the, the status, I guess like how satisfied I was with myself when I was able to pull away and mm-hmm. be like, you know what, this feels good. And I did it for me. And this, this is right. Like I'm, I know I'm headed in the right direction because things were just happening and doors were just opening. Um, So, yeah, I think being strong enough and, you know, if you feel like you can go back then go back. Um, But just being strong enough to step away and look at, you know, see it from a bigger angle and get some time for you breathe and really think about how this out, you know, whatever this thing is, is affecting you and how it can be better. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, it's a very beautiful strength to have is when you can pull away because everyone thinks it's always has to be the strength to persevere and to stick with things. And it's like, that's not always the case. If anything, that can be your biggest weakness and you've got to learn how to pick and choose because sometimes a real strength, like you said, is to walk away. 
Yes. Because you just keep going and burning yourself and burning yourself. And guess what? You can't even point at anybody else but yourself. But yourself, girl. Ain't nobody nobody (laughs) making you stay. No one's making you stay. And the thing is, the people that are going to hurt you or that job or that major or whatever, like you said, if you keep coming back, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Or I would say 90% of the time. Sometimes you'll get those lucky people, that boss that friend, that mentor, whatever, you will have people who will acclimate and recognize what they did wrong. But most times you're going to have to just do it yourself because (laughs) humans are stubborn. Life is stubborn. (laughs) And like you said, that's the best part is when you walk away from anything in life and you just see those doors opening, you just see those things happening and manifesting. You're like, I could have gone all this earlier. Earlier, right? Yes. I was playing. (laughs) If I had known, if I had known what was going to be in front of me, I would have been gone. I would have been left. (laughs) Fear, girl. It's real. Powerful thing. Fear and, you know, the fear of breaking out of your comfort zone. That comfort zone, real nice and squishy and comfy. Right. It really is. But that next thing, and I just think, like you said, it helps for other friendships and just other things going through those tough times. I know it definitely has helped me I know even through the raw emotions and stuff but in the end knowing what I became after that friendship breakup and I know it's either happened for you or will happen it's like oh yeah I needed that yeah I needed that yeah exactly eventually well any last mm-hmm. tips or anything for the listeners um we dropped some great things here this is I'm like yeah amazing like, man I'm just going to be on the same token. Love yourself. Um, I will say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So if you keep going back to the same shit and wonder why you keep hitting your head, it's because you keep going back to the same shit. (laughs) Right. It's that simple. It's that simple. Truly, truly. Well, thank you, Imani, so much for coming on here, y'all. Like, it has just been amazing on here. Just, I think, some great knowledge and experience dropped on here i think it's gonna be something that a lot of you can relate to so please just keep coming on here i hope these sort of episodes and all the episodes just inspire you all that you're not alone we go through these things the emotions hurt the breakups hurt but what does come in the end is absolutely beautiful and magical so thank you all so much for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode in the beginning we were in sub